the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hello, everyone. This is Russell Cox. I am the editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication and Digital Production Manager. Today, I'm here with the association's two field services managers, Charlie Barano and Jeff Shacker. You definitely have to plan ahead to get recording time with these two in the same room because most of the time they are on the road in very different parts of the state visiting any of the 271 municipalities in the role of helping those municipalities address issues of local concern. Jeff, I'm going to put this question to you because I just heard you present on this. Can you walk us through the mission of field services and also, since I know you have recorded this data Could you give us the total number of visits to cities and towns during your tenure and the total mileage involved? Sure. Well, the the role of the field services program is to bring the resources of the municipal association to the cities. The program was established back in 2007, and the goal was that we become proactive as opposed to relying on the cities to come to us and and be reactive to their technical assistance needs, questions, uh, whether they be legislative or about our services, just providing general assistance. So since the inception of the program, we've basically taken the association on the road, and our goal Mm -hmm. is to try to reach every city at least two or three times a year. I've been in this role now for a little over six years, six years and a month, in my territory, which is the upstate 20 counties in the city, uh, in the state of South Carolina. There are 117 uh, cities and towns in that area. I mm-hmm. always tell people that, because you probably picture the highway map a little easier than you can a, a map of council of government districts, that I basically have the cities to the uh, west of I-77 and the north of I-20. And in the six uh, years and and one month that I've been with the association, I've visited cities 2,981 times, almost 3,000 times. I should break 3,000 here in a couple weeks. I've been to 265 council meetings. Uh, Charlie Barano and myself often get invited to meetings to to help with training or to facilitate a goal-setting session or provide general assistance. So we go to to many of these meetings. And then I've traveled 170,000 miles in that six years. Mm Mm-hmm. When you when you hit three thousand, are we going to get like a celebration of three thousand municipality visited? <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping there'll be confetti and uh, yeah. So, Charlie, the the interesting thing with with your role is up until very recently, uh, you were the city manager of one of the cities in Jeff's areas, the city of Greenwood. And now, although you were in the upstate, we have put you in the well, everything other than the area Jeff just described. I was going to say coastal, but it does cut up through Aiken County. That's right. You started, I believe, with the association in December. How's That's it right. Been so about far? six months. About six months? Yeah. Uh, you know, just trying to catch up with Jeff. I've got a long ways to go uh, to catch up with that, those number of visits and that mileage. But just beginning introductory meetings, uh, learning names, faces, trying to get myself out there as much as I can. So as editor of the Uptown Publication, I number among the many people who come to the two of you with questions, but of course, everyone is coming to you guys with questions. What would you say would be some of the more common questions you see out on the road or taking the phone calls and emails? 
You know, right now, I, I, I've kind of seen things be a little bit cyclical with the time of the year. Um, gotten a lot of budget questions here in the last month or two, and it's related to the, the lot of cities are on a July 1 uh, budget year. So, mm-hmm. so we get, uh, or at least I've gotten questions of, regarding the 15-day uh, public notice, public hearing, uh, similar questions like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and piggybacking on what Charlie just said about cycles, you know, over 50% of the cities or over half of the cities in the state uh, have ele- their general election on November of odd years. I was just going to say, you, it's yeah. almost time for election questions. And so we'll get a lot of questions about elections, probably mm-hmm. starting here in, well, later this month in July and in August when the filing period's open for, for those elections. And then, of course, we'll have a lot of questions along the way as, as you move from filing to the actual election date and then the swearing in of the new council. I think in terms of questions that we get on a consistent basis throughout the year, those are related to the South Carolina Public Records Act, you know, about Mm -hmm. what is a public record, you know, how long do we have to retain public records, you know, is there a certain format that they need to be preserved in, we get questions about that. The Freedom of Information Act, Mm -hmm. you know, that act does two things, I mean, it provides access for the public to public meetings and provides notice of those meetings and then it also provides access to public documents to the public and so we'll get questions in one of those I guess two columns of the of the Freedom of Information Act mm-hmm. and then probably another one too is related to meeting procedures uh, we'll, we'll often get questions about how to handle a certain situation at a public meeting mm-hmm. and those are fairly consistent throughout the year. One thing that I have observed from seeing you in action is, you know, I'm not the best person with names. I will see a face and I know the face and I don't remember the name. It seems that you have learned in, in six years time, mayors and council members and clerks and everyone else. And it, it certainly seems that you, you know, them all has, has that been a difficult process um, <laughs> filing away that many people total? Well, and I'll be the first one to admit I am not the I'm the world's worst when it comes to remembering names. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I I guess I deal with so many of these folks so frequently over mm-hmm. a lengthy period of time that you you know you really get to know them like uh, almost like a friend. I mean, you know, the, mm-hmm. and that's the one thing I think I've enjoyed the most about this job is that it's so relationship centric or mm-hmm. based in relationships that it's just been a pleasure, you know, developing these relationships with folks and trying to become a resource for them mm-hmm. and being a person that, you know, a lot of times they'll read when they have a question or, or when they want to celebrate a success, you're one of the first people they call. Mm-hmm. So it's just really an honor in that respect. So um, it's been a process for me. They're remembering names and I'm great with faces, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, you, you get to know a lot of folks throughout the state and it's probably one of the most rewarding aspects of the job. So of the resources we make available through the association, which ones would you say you've been sharing with city officials and staff most often recently? Well, um, the association does a great job putting together a a newly elected official packet. So when Mm -hmm. uh, new city council members and mayors are elected, Jeff, Shacker, and myself, we, we try to get to the, the city, if not before the election, as soon as it's, it's over to drop off newly elected official packet and mm-hmm. introduce the association to those new officials in, in hopes that they would begin contacting and, and hopefully attending some of the association's training. Mm-hmm. Jeff, any resources you might add? 
Sure. I, well, uh, like Charlie mentioned, I mean, we've got some excellent publications here at the Municipal Association, and they weren't and they weren't created overnight, and they weren't created just yesterday. So mm-hmm. those publications have evolved over time, and you, you just like I think anything in a in an organization like the association or a city, you, you need to be in that mode of constant improvement, mm-hmm. and that's where that's been the approach that's been taken with the publications. So they've they've become better over time. I always point municipal officials, whether they're officials or staff members, to our handbook for municipal officials. Mm-hmm. You know, it might not have all of the details of, a, of an issue or a topic that, that you're looking for, but it can at least point you in the right direction, and it can give you a thumbnail kind of overview of that, that topic, that law, that technique, whatever it may be, and then, like I said, point you in the direction of the details. So that's a really, that's an excellent publication. And we've got a session coming up on this at the annual meeting, the comprehensive planning uh, handbook that we've got, I I think is excellent. And again, it's an example of one that has um, been perfected over time. We see uh, a lot of planning and and zoning issues, and we get a number of questions in that area from cities. And so I always point them in the direction of that that planning official's handbook. So if if anyone is listening in and wants to figure out which of the two of you they should contact? How would they how would they go about doing that? Well, we we've got a uh, lookup tool now on the website, so mm-hmm. you can go to our municipal uh, information directory and you can you know type in the name of a city and it will tell you what cog region you're in mm-hmm. and uh, if you're not sure what county you're in <laughs> and who and who your your legislative delegation is, which mm-hmm. I think is really useful for our local officials because you know. Our local officials play a very important role in the legislative process. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're we're uh, representing you down at the state house and, and doing and, and fighting the good fight, doing the work for the cities. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they you know, the cities have the most influence over their elected officials. So I think uh, if you're not familiar with those folks, looking that up through the the lookup tool is is helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, that is all from me. Is there anything else you would like to add? Well, I would just say, of course, I welcome the, the calls. I always tell the cities, you know, if it, if it weren't for their need for a resource, you know, I wouldn't have a job. So I always <laughs> encourage them to call me or email me or text. Don't worry about bothering you. Yeah, do not worry about bothering me. It's never a bother. <laughs> but I just would point out, though, that, you know, it's incredible the volume of information that's on the Municipal Association's website. Mm-hmm. And that search box at the top, right, top right-hand corner of the homepage can get you just about to any piece of information you would ever want on municipal government in South Carolina. And I've just encourage everyone that's listening to the podcast to utilize the website. And then, you know, like we talked about earlier, those publications are, are excellent. And uh, there are PDF versions of those mm-hmm. on the website as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Charlie? Yeah, I would just uh, concur with uh, Jeff's comment, call for anything. It, it really doesn't doesn't matter. We, we look forward to talking to folks mm-hmm. uh, a couple of times a week. Uh, you know, however they uh, need us to serve them, we, we will be there. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. Well, thank you both for joining me today. And for everyone listening in, thanks for listening in. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the Association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.